It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. It is Wednesday, October 30th, right? 30th, all day. All day. Uh, We're glad you joined us today. Uh, Just so you know, we're live streaming. Thanks for joining us online. If you're watching us online, we appreciate it. And feel free to go to YouTube and look up 1150 KKNW. If you'd like to listen to this and past episodes, you can find those episodes on any place that podcasts are podcasted. I got to figure Anywhere out the term for that. Podcasterated. Podcasterated. No, that's, well, that's like that not. Word. That does work. <laughs> podcasted. Yeah. Anywhere they're podcasted. Um, also, too, uh, you can find them on our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. Um, I'm excited to, to have two fantastic guests uh, in studio with us. We're going to have Mike Nakamura of Mike Nakamura Photography and Wilma Peck, representative for Michael's Auto Repair. But of course, uh, before we get started, As always, it's time for some Real Talk. This week we'll be going over several reasons it's a great idea to buy a home this fall instead of waiting out the winter months. The first and most important reason to buy a home is that prices are continuing to rise. CoreLogic's latest Home Price Insight report shows that home prices have appreciated 3.6% over the last 12 months. The same report predicts prices will continue to increase at a rate of 5.8% over the next year. This means that the bottom in home prices has come and gone. Home values will continue to appreciate for years. Winning no longer uh, makes sense. One of the things that uh, we often see, Dan, is buyers that say, oh, I'm just waiting to save a bigger down payment. Yeah. I've never seen anybody that can save faster than home prices rise. Appreciate. That's right. Especially That's right. in this area, right, with the prices. That's right. Got another so, reason? Yeah, another reason is uh, mortgage rates. Uh, so they're they're projected to increase. We've seen them bouncing between 35 to 4%. And that's really great news because the lower the interest rates, the more your purchasing power. So even while home prices are rising, if you if you make that step towards home ownership, you're locking in a rate for 30 years. It's a pretty great way. Like anybody that signs a new lease in the next month, a year from now, that lease will come up. And guess what? It will change. It's going to go Your up. monthly payment will change. So by locking in a mortgage rate um, now... For 30 years, it won't change unless you refinance, right? And then yeah. you have to go well, with market rates. insurance can go up modestly, but they're typically That's a good point. You know, modest increases. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Another reason, let's face it, either way, you're paying a mortgage. Yeah. You're not paying yours. You're paying somebody else's. Um, uh, even if you rent, you're making that landlord's uh, mortgage payment. There are some renters who haven't purchased a home yet because they're uncomfortable making, uh, taking on the obligation of a mortgage. Everyone should realize that unless you're living rent-free, say with your parents, you're paying a mortgage, um, either that or yours or the la- either yours or the landlord's. As an owner, your mortgage payment is a form of forced savings. Uh, the forced saving allows you to have equity in your home you can tap into later in life. As a renter, you guarantee your landlord is the person with that equity. Are you ready to put your housing costs to work for you? Put them to work. Now, the last one I think is pretty funny. It's time. It's time to move on. It's time to do some adulting and finally buy that house. No, it's a little bit of tough love. So the cost of a home is determined by two major components, the price of the home and the current mortgage rate. Both are on the rise. So 
a lot of people have been waiting for something to happen in order to make that change. And Brian, you probably take phone calls. I take phone calls. We talk to our buyers out there who are waiting for something to happen. And I, I, I don't know if you're a fan of Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. But um, one of my favorite books, Dr. Seuss's Oh, The Places You'll Go. And in that <laughs> Oh, The Places You'll Go, there's that The Waiting Place. And I, I mean, homeownership may or may not be right for you, depending on the time. But if, if you're hearing this message and you're like, ah, I know, then you know this is your, the voice saying you're in that waiting place. Right. Why not make that move? Why not take advantage of a really good time of year in the right. Northwest? And, and see, my take is if you're not ready to put down roots, be a renter. You know, yeah. Once you make that decision to put down roots, ownership flat out wins every time. In fact, so often we're putting people into homes that their mortgage is less than the rent you know, they would pay for an equivalent uh, housing option. Yeah, and to circle back to the increase of prices, right? A lot of right. people are waiting for prices to decrease again. Right. Good luck. Well, it's a mistake because the only time they've really actually depreciated was during that uh, Great Recession in the Northwest. Right. And right. as we talked to Pat Stone a few weeks ago, talking about the growth into the area, there's a level of confidence that, that the area growth will be great. And I read in the Wall Street Journal today kind of talking about the economy and how it kind of in the third quarter it wasn't great. It was kind of a right. sluggish economy. And, and what were the factors there? And one of the major factors was uh, reinvestment by corporations, right, into mm -hmm. the businesses. Uh, because of the tax breaks the year before, there was a lot of reinvestment. Well, because of the global uncertainty in trade, less investment. But one thing that was on there that I was really interesting is the amount of investment into new homes, new construction. Since 2007, they showed a little chart, a little graph, and it showed from 2000 before, the chart showed like this giant graph. Mm -hmm. 2007 after, tiny bit. So it kind of goes back to what Pat was saying. Right. It's not enough new construction being built. And when you don't have new inventory, but you have people moving the area, you're running out of inventory. It's going to keep prices demand. going. Yeah. That's right. And you know, what's interesting to me too is, and we, we've talked about this before on the show, when I talk to uh, uh, people that are considering buying, the number one reason they don't is down payment. Down payment. And we have down payment assistance available in terms of grants, loans. I mean, there's all sorts of options. And one of the things I hear is, you know, oh, it's too good to be true. You know, the idea that if it's too good to be true, it's not true. Well, guess what? There are options out there that are really fabulous. I mean, it's it's incentives for people to be in home ownership. So there's a lot of ways to be creative with down payment, but also it's so frequently less than people expect it to be. So, so, Dan, what's your takeaway? So my takeaway is this. When the time is right for you, you know it. And if yep. you've been thinking, ah, I'd really like to do something, the fall is a great season of the year to have less competition. Right. Reach out to a broker. Reach out to, the, to Brian or myself. We'll be happy to walk you through the process. And if down payment assistance on the board, we've got great vendors that can help you with that. That's right. All right. Well, listen, uh, that concludes our Real Talk for today. And if you're interested in this and any other topics we covered in our Real Talk segment, please check out our blog at the eastsiderealestateteam.com slash blog. If you'd like to talk to us directly for your real estate questions, feel free to contact us at 425-200-4093. Thanks for listening. Up next, we'll be speaking with our lender for our Mortgage Moments segment. Stay tuned after this commercial break. We'll hear more about the market from Michael Burdick, a loan consultant with Loan Depot. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? 
fact. Homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you stressed out just thinking about a new headshot? Well, Michael Nakamura Photography helps individuals and companies breeze past the pressure and anxiety with individual coaching and subconscious direction. No one leaves a session without their best headshot ever. Mike is a headshot specialist, creating hundreds of headshots a year for discerning customers. It's the home of the one chin headshot. Give Mike a call at 425-260-4033 or check out his booking page. Just type into any browser, mnp.as.me Fall is a crucial time to have your vehicle inspected, starting with the four Bs, batteries, brakes, belts, and blades. Cold weather only makes existing problems worse. A fall maintenance checkup may also include changing your oil, flushing your cooling system, cabin filters, and inspecting the heating and exhaust systems. Michaels can help get your vehicle ready for fall. Don't let ugly car problems ruin the beautiful season. Learn more at www.michaelsautorepair.com. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to the show. You are listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. It's now time for the Mortgage Moment segment. During this segment, we get a quick update on the lending side of the home buying process. Today, we are talking with Michael Burdick, again, loan consultant with Loan Depot, who's been serving borrowers at a super high level for the last decade. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks, guys. Glad to be here. Hey, Michael, uh, how about you give us your top five list for best reasons to refinance? That is a good list to go over, especially because it's such a timely topic right now. Um, you know, anytime there's volatility in the market, it's a good time to refinance. So hmm. I thought it'd be a good topic to kind of go through. Um, Sounds good. Number one. And there, by the way, there are lots of reasons to refinance. Should so we have a drum roll or something? I feel like it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I brainstormed and I came, I whittled it down to five really good ones. Okay, number five. Um, number five, remove PMI. So oh, if you your go. value's gone up, uh, you know, maybe you closed with 5% down, 10% down. And if you just keep your mortgage the way it is, it's going to take you you know, quite a few years before it falls off naturally mm. on a conventional loan. To uh, remind our listeners, PMI, private mortgage insurance. Thanks, Brian. Exactly. Yep. Thank you, Brian. Um, number so four? It, number four, again, improved qualifications. So if your credit score wasn't perfect when you purchased, doesn't mean you shouldn't have got it home. But uh, we can oftentimes improve your overall situation, maybe get you off of FHA, switch you to a conventional loan which is going to give you better terms on your loan. Okay. Number three. Obviously, the most popular reason uh, that everybody hears about is lowering your interest rate. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So if nothing's changed, maybe your credit has been over 740 the whole time. Um, now you do see a dip in the market where rates have improved. You're going to have savings month. So it's a good good idea to you know keep tabs on that and see if there's any opportunities to save you a bunch of money per month. And number two? Number two, um, actually one more number three. Oh, I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a tie, huh? Wow, that's weird. So this was kind of a, a side note on, you know, uh, you know, lowering the payment. But a lot of people, when we do that review and we see that we have monthly savings because the rates have gone down, one thing that we decide to do is instead of lowering the payment and rate, uh, we can lower the term and maybe oh, keep nice. the payment the same. Oh, pay so it off faster, yeah. People are going to, yeah, pay it off faster, save thousands over the long term. So maybe switch it from a 30-year to even a 25-year is going to have savings. You don't need to drop it to a 15-year term. You That's interesting. Lower okay. it by five years, keep the payment about the same. Okay, and then number two. Um, now are we at number two, Michael? I think we are. Yep. Okay. Uh, again, kind of goes in with one of the other ones, but a lot of people originally closed on an arm, maybe because mm. just where their family was at, they were they had goals to get a lower payment, uh, keep the lowest rate, but eventually that's going to expire, whether it's ex- that initial uh, is expiring this year or in three years. If, if you notice the market go down, it could be a time to get yourself on a fixed uh, loan. Oh, that's a good one. And number um, one? Number one is to take cash out. So, you know, yep. there are strategic ways to, to use your equity as an advantage for you. And, you know, a lot of people you know, on vacations or do renovations to their home and they have high interest card credit card debt that they're trying to whittle down over years. The best way to do it is to put it all in one payment that's fixed at a low rate and borrowing money from, you know, these mortgage companies right now. The rates are so low that it's just, you know, I can save people hundreds of dollars per month. By, by eliminating that high card or high interest credit card, um, mm-hmm. and you can also use it for new remodels or or to acquire another property. Maybe you want to buy an investment mm-hmm. property. So, yes. lots of ways to, to use that equity to your advantage. So, Michael, I know there's uh, a lot of variables, but what's the range of rates you're seeing right now on the 30-year fixed? So, there are lots of variables. Good, you know, so you can't quote me on that. Right, right. Mortgage quote. No, I'm just. Any, any just curious what range you're seeing. Prime with yeah, with with good credit and and a good down payment on a conventional loan is going to be below four percent now. And oh, nice. We've seen saw the improvement a little bit today from the Fed announcement. Um, it helped mortgage bonds, uh, but it's funny. On Friday, I locked one borrower, and today the rates are virtually the same, just because they'd gone up Monday, Tuesday. So mm-hmm. we take it day by day, and and uh, we'll just see what happens over the next election year. Awesome. So five great reasons, five and a half or six, that's what I count. Uh, great reasons to refinance. Michael, thank you so much for uh, for coming on today. Awesome. Thanks for the time, guys. Thanks, Michael. All right. Next up, after the break, we'll be visiting with Mike Nakamura of Mike Nakamura Fo- Photography. Come back after the break. Please come back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. 
With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093 or check out our website at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Have you ever experienced being overwhelmed and uninspired when you walk into your closet filled with clothes, shoes, and accessories? Although you are surrounded by so much stuff, you still feel you have nothing to wear and can't create a fabulous outfit? All this closet clutter can lead to mind clutter. This is not a great way to start your day. Susie Cohen with Style with Susie can help you feel inspired again with a closet edit. The two of us will work together to create a curated wardrobe that will work for your lifestyle. We will go through piece by piece and decide what works, what can be reinvented, and what we need to get rid of. I will provide that second eye and give you the tools to shop smarter and find outfits that you never knew you had. My commitment is that you feel great so you can go out into the world and be your best self. Your closet is your playground, so let's have some fun. Are you tired of waking up in the morning asking yourself if there will ever be enough time to get everything done? Are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed in your business? Are you tired of not living the life you want to live? Then act now. Join Tina Mitchell at her next complimentary one-time your business eight-week burn. It's a live virtual online course to take your time management, business efficiency, and lead generation to the highest level possible. Tina Mitchell here, your time management and business efficiency coach. I help business professionals take control of their business so they can take their life back. Go to OneTimeYourBusiness.com and join me for a powerful eight weeks for my complimentary course. Again, that's OneTimeYourBusiness.com. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150kknw. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our first guest today is Mike Nakamura of Mike Nakamura Photography, LLC. Now, in his second stint photographer, he remembers why he picked up the camera in the first place, and it's for the people. Mike specializes in headshots and corporate event photography. While most of his customers are Bellevue headshots and Seattle headshot folks, he does travel for headshot photography as well as corporate event photography. He has been fortunate enough to photograph many celebrities, including President and Michelle Obama and Madeleine Albright. He's also photographed 54 Microsoft Store grand openings and worked with many other great corporations. Mike recently received certification as a minority business professional from the Northwest Mountains Minority Supplier Developer Council in November of 2016. Through photography, Mike gets to record events, make friends, meet people around the world, and on the home front, his super salesperson wife, Barb, and dog, Stella, keep him grounded. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Now, as we get to know our guests in this area, we'd like to ask them a little bit about what they do when they're not doing their trade craft. So when you're not shooting photos, what do you like to do? Well, unfortunately, most of the time it's working in the yard. In the yard? Yes. 
But um, I have been doing more skiing the last few years. I grew up skiing and got away from it, and I'm back at it these last couple of years. Where do you like to ski? My favorite place to ski is Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. Been there hmm. 15, 16 times. Wow. Have you been to Whitefish? Not been to Whitefish. But um, Jackson you know, Hole. Big Sky, a few other places, hmm. Chamonix. Um, of course, all the major Colorado resorts. Okay. All right. Well, Jackson Hole's on my list. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's gorgeous. So, Mike, we like to ask each guest to share a fond memory about the home you grew up in. I think one of the greatest things that my mom and dad did for us kids is that they threw all kinds of stuff at us. You know, they would, like, take us fishing to see if that stuck. And, of course, that's how I got into skiing is they would take us skiing. They would <laughs> they would take us mushroom hunting. Um, they uh, gave us scuba diving lessons. They did <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff. Wow. Took us I thought you meant literally throw stuff, throw stuff at you. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a, maybe so, a bad memory I had, yes. but never mind. No. So, so that was the, one of the really cool things about uh, growing up in, my, in our household. Yeah, where where did you grow up? Uh, mostly in North Seattle, Shoreline District. North Seattle, so a local guy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. So uh, this is a hot topic here, I know, for a lot of people. And uh, the first question is, why is it so hard to get a headshot? There's a lot of uh, a little trepidation by people coming in for a headshot one of the hardest things to do is to just stand there in front of the camera with these lights on you. There's no props. There's nothing there. So, ironically, the photograph that we need for ourselves most in business is actually one of the hardest ones to have taken of you because you're not playing with your dog. You're not, you know, hugging your wife or significant other. You're just standing there. <laughs> right. So it's really hard. How do you help with that? Well, um, my mentor, Peter Hurley, who I've, uh, is uh, one of the, considered one of the best headshot photographers in the world, mm. he has a phrase, he says, uh, headshot photography is 10% photography and 90% psychology. Mm. Mm. And so the technical part is not nearly as important as connecting with the people, getting a sense of where they are, building them up, and helping them be themselves while they're standing there with all these lights in front of this plain background. Help them relax mm-hmm. and just kind of, yeah. Because the, the best shots are when you're natural and, you know, mm-hmm. you know somebody surprises you with a, you know, a, a camera on their phone. You don't know that you're on camera. Mm-hmm. But when you s- set up that system, lights are on, and you're like, oh, this has got to look really good. There's that pressure. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you really answered the question that was bouncing around in my head about why hire a professional. I think it's that that psychology you mentioned. Can you give us uh, another example of that? Well, beyond the direct direction, that that psychology of it is, is some people come in, they're very shy and reserved, and you have to sort of gently pull them up to their Hmm. normal personality. Other people come in like, all right, I'm on fire. Let's go. Let's do this. (laughs) And you have to sort of settle them down down because they're like overly excited. So... There's that range of things, and so that's where you, you get good at reading the people and, and kind of connecting, and sometimes in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Now, Brian and I are in the world of real estate, and we, we see a lot of headshot photos. Why, uh, why would a real estate professional need more than one? A lot of times you'll not necessarily want to have the same image on your real estate page as your LinkedIn profile or if mm-hmm. you're doing some speaking engagements or attending a conference where they, you know, you're on the program, you would want to have maybe a slightly different shot 
also maybe more formal and more casual versions mm. of of your headshots so that you're ready to provide those to whoever's looking for a headshot. Awesome. Huh. So what do you think about the online rating apps to pick the best headshots? Well, they're very interesting, and sometimes I think they they do select a great headshot if you you know you put up several options and they and they try to figure out the best one sometimes i think they do other times i disagree with them so it's a bit subjective and i think that comes down to the human touch the personal one-on-one relationship that you build um with the person and you know when we're reviewing the photos during the session we'll be going through them and we'll say oh no yes <laughs> no oh, that's good yeah. maybe you like it and then we'll go like boom both of us will say oh Oh, that that's one. the one. So that's you do really it during great. the session? Yes. So you're working digitally yes. on these? Yeah. And and so those kinds of subjective things that you both see, those little micro expressions, those just mm-hmm. tiny little differences between images, I think sometimes those are lost a little bit in the um, AI type of evaluation. Mm-hmm. That's very true, especially how many hundreds, how many thousands of headshots have you looked at? Millions, right? Of a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. So after a while, you, I mean, there's an instinctual thing that takes over from a professional like yourself. You see the little relaxation in the face, the, the little bit of relaxation in the eyes, or maybe a little more comfort level increases as you go on through the session. Hmm. So what is a micro-expression? That is something that if we're trying to emulate it and by looking in the mirror and saying oh i'm going to like let my uh smile come down or up just a little bit it's virtually impossible to consciously do but these little micro expressions are where you catch that duchan smile where you catch that real natural smile and people are able to identify it even if they don't have training and it's it's not something that oh you needed to move the corner of your mouth a sixteenth of an inch up or down, hmm. or it's it's just people see it. So it's very nuanced. Beings. Yes, interesting. Mm-hmm. That is really good. So, can you manage large corporations um, and conferences? Those are some really great uh, projects for me. Uh, we sometimes will bring in multiple photographers, sometimes with makeup artists, um, and we'll set up a photo booth there, and we use very similar system just refine a little bit to get the number of people through and the amount of time that's required. And that's really good for companies where they have uh, their sales team in for a meeting and they want everybody's LinkedIn page, everybody's corporate bio page gotcha. to look good and consistent. So that's a that's a thing where you could do maybe a luncheon shoot or afternoon uh, team meeting. Yes, yeah, so sometimes it's... Um, two hours in the afternoon or sometimes it's they have you hang out all day and shoot during the breaks okay other times they'll have you come in and they'll set it up so that you'll photograph like a hundred people in a day Hmm. wow when you do something like that how many um how many shots of each people are you trying to get because obviously you can't stop and we actually do review each person's image, even in those rapid-fire sessions. I call them super nano headshot sessions super. because we're going <laughs> so fast. And we, I may only have two minutes with one person, three right. minutes with another person. You know, sometimes mm. someone will come in and it'll be done in a minute. We can spend five minutes with someone who's not relaxing as easily. But they're, they're very fast. And so there's no, I don't think, oh, three exposures, 
that's it. I just think, okay, we capture one or two, or and then we look or not, and then we keep going. So it might be 20, it might be two. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, well, and I think um, a lot of a lot of folks they they do it as a as an afterthought. It's not an intentional mm-hmm. thing. And when you look at you know professionalism, right, and you kind of there's that um, that what is that blink, right, Malcolm Gladwell, when you just kind of see some marketing material and you see stuff, and when when a photo shoot looks like an afterthought maybe doesn't carry the same power, same weight as something that has actually been intentionally thought about. Well, I know that, you know, real estate professionals, they take great care in their presentation. And it's in their business card. Mm. It's in their online and on on their pages online. It's in all their profiles. And this is one aspect of that total package that they uh, create and are very conscious of, and I think rightly so, to, to truly be professional. Awesome. So, um, advice for those out there listening, how do they relax in front of a camera? <laughs> um, it's it's kind of up to the photographer to get you to relax, but I, I would say that, gee, it's, to tell someone how to relax in front of the camera is a real puzzle. I actually never tell anyone how to do that. I'm always doing little... Um, sort of misdirection where I'm talking to them or giving them things to think about that is um, not, oh, think about you're in front of the camera. <laughs> right, so, right. So I guess if I were giving advice to someone, okay, I was like, okay, um, start thinking about the best time you had at your last uh, exercise session or yoga session, or maybe you love to read. Think about the really coolest um, ending of a book you've read recently don't think about here I am in front of the camera. <laughs> so, what about clothes? What do you recommend people wear? I like to suggest people wear very uh, solid colors. Anything that distracts, like a busy pattern or a particularly a bright color, is I would recommend against unless that's part of their look. Mm. If that's part of their brand, let's say they wear certain jewelry or certain colors, then that can be incorporated. But if it's not part of their brand, it might be too distracting. So uh, kind of darker tones, but not black usually, unless that's part of your brand. But the um, tones that are solid and and don't take anything away from your face. We want to see mm. your face. We want to see you. So this shirt might be a little too loud? Well, for you, it would probably be really good. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. How about makeup? Makeup. Um, men, I usually say no makeup. Dang. Women, I would say keep it clean and simple. Go for that supernatural look. This is not a glamour shot most of the time when you're doing a you know a corporate headshot or a professional headshot. That's a different photo shoot, glamour look. This is um, a natural look. How people, how y- you'll meet people the way you look, not yeah. when you're going out on. Uh, to uh, the red carpet and you're, you're at the, uh, you know, Oscars or something. This, that's not how you look every day. That's not, yeah, that's not important. Well, listen, um, you know, we're about at the end, but I wanted to just kind of wrap this up for our listeners. Um, and it's clear that Mike is a true professional when it comes to uh, helping you create that image that you need. So if you're out there and you're listening, um, there's not only that, but, but setting the tone, helping you be prepared for it. So please do reach out to Mike. Uh, Mike, how do, how do listeners get a hold of you? Well, the best way is through my website, which is 
unfortunately a little long because Mike Nakamura is a very common name. <laughs> so MikeNakamuraPhotography.com. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. All righty. So after the break, we're going to have Wilma Peck from Michael's Auto Repair, who knows a thing or two about Old Man Winter, and it ain't pretty. Join us after the break. Are you stressed out just thinking about a new headshot? Well, Michael Nakamura Photography helps individuals and companies breeze past the pressure and anxiety with individual coaching and subconscious direction. No one leaves a session without their best headshot ever. Mike is a headshot specialist, creating hundreds of headshots a year for discerning customers. It's the home of the one chin headshot. Give Mike a call at 425-260-4033 or check out his booking page. Just type into any browser, mnp.as.me did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the eastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Fall is a crucial time to have your vehicle inspected, starting with the four Bs, batteries, brakes, belts, and blades. Cold weather only makes existing problems worse. A fall maintenance checkup may also include changing your oil, flushing your cooling system, cabin filters, and inspecting the heating and exhaust systems. Michaels can help get your vehicle ready for fall. Don't let ugly car problems ruin the beautiful season. Learn more at www.michaelsautorepair.com. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150kknw. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our next guest is Wilma Peck of Michael's Auto Repair. Michael and Wilma opened the doors for their shop 31 years ago, starting... Uh, out was not easy, but Michael knew that over time and with their honesty, integrity, that they could build their business one customer at a time based on trust, fair prices, quality parts, quality workmanship, and extraordinary customer service. 31 years later, they continued to build their business, turning new customers into lifelong relationships. Welcome to the show, Wilma. Thank you, Brian. So can you tell us uh, what you're doing when you're not providing extraordinary <laughs> customer service? Sure. So um, our family's very involved in drag racing. Yeah. So, wow. Yep. So we travel all over, and we right now we're just um, dr- showcasing a um, nitro nostalgia funny car. That's what our our whole family works on it, and all yeah. my the whole family's been raised in drag racing. All the kids have raced. I've raced. My husband's raced. What's the racing team called? Um, the new team is called the Instigator. Oh, Instigator. Not yeah. not multiple, just one. Yeah, the instigator. That would be my oldest son. 
So tell us again what what the name the say that again the funny car the um, nostalgia the, the nostalgia what is what is a nostalgia funny car um, it is a car that's back from like seventy and older yeah um, and mm-hmm. we run it on nitro so it's kind of like I don't know if you watch if, or if you follow NHRA at all um, John Force and them it's what they raced in the sixties and seventies so we're limited to pump size we're limited to different rules yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty fun. I went to a drag race 10 years ago. My hearing's almost back now. So it's loud. <laughs> very yeah. loud. Where do you yeah, guys race? Um, we race, um, so we're done for the year, but we'll start out next year in Bakersfield mm. at the March meet. And then we'll go to Arizona. We'll hit Seattle twice. We'll be in Boise, Idaho, and then back in Boise and back in Arizona. Wow, that's fun. Wow. That's a great hobby. Mm-hmm. And it's a family hobby. It's a family hobby. It's um, all the kids were raised in it. I couldn't imagine raising my family any other way. Um, we just, we thrive as a family, and it's kind of cool because now my kids are in their 30s, and um, other than my youngest is 28, but um, they're part of the team. Mm-hmm. Even my daughter works on the car. Who's, she works on the right head. Who's the driver? The driver is my husband, and... Um, my oldest son, he'll start driving here soon. He's got to get licensed, but um, he's actually partnership with us in the car. Wow, exciting. And this car is named after him, the instigator. Is it that is. what you said? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so that's a whole other story. So is there one named after your daughter and your other son? or No. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's another story. Probably don't want to put down on tape. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Um, okay. So we always ask, because this is a show about real estate and it's really a show about homes and living in homes. So tell us about the home that you grew up in. And maybe a fond memory from that. So I feel very fortunate. I grew up in a home in a small town called Glendora, California, Southern California, right at the base of the foothills. And it was actually a home, a custom home that my father had built. Awesome. um, Right within the middle of the orange groves and all the Mm. um, avocado groves. But absolutely love that house. Um, I think the fondest memory would be just the holidays we had there. My mom cooking. um, And then... uh, I don't know why, but I always think about the grass. My father um, always wanted, we always had dichondra. I don't know what that is. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. Type of grass. Yep. <laughs> you can't even walk on it in the summer. And if there's one blade of s- straight grass sticking out of it, we were out there with our pail. We'd have to pick the little grass out. <laughs> it was, it's horrible. But I, I remember that. But your dad my, loved having it? Yeah. Oh, it was kind of a special oh, grass. Funny. A special grass. Oh, that's a different kind of thing, too. Yep. All right. So... It's up to you. How did uh, you and Mike get started in the industry? So Mike actually started in the industry, um, funny enough, because our first guest was a photographer. He wanted to be a photographer, and he had a family friend that said, you don't want to do that. And so he was kind of um, confused what to do. He actually is born and raised in New Zealand. Hmm. And in New Zealand, it's very trade-oriented. Right. So he ended up going to the trades because he loved the American muscle car. So he actually went into the um, automotive trade, which was a very um, lengthy program back there in New Zealand. They go through five years of schooling plus five years of on-the-job training at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. School during the night, um, working in the shop at, during the day. And so he came back here to America or came to America and he actually worked at independence. He worked at dealerships and then he eventually had enough and quit um, he ended up going into the pool business, believe it or not, down in Southern California. And we eventually moved up here after our first um, child was born. And we didn't know what to do. Um, we didn't know what to do for our livelihood. Mm. So mm. he couldn't do pools because there was no pools up here. So he actually <laughs> um, 
we started, he started working for someone and I thought we were going to go broke because it just wasn't cutting mm. it. So we decided to just take a risk and open our own shop. So he opened it 31 years ago and worked all by himself for a while. And at, the, at that time I was in the banking industry and, um, and the rest is history. And you joined him and I joined him after we had our third child. Um, I quit working. I retired actually. And then he, I went in there. I couldn't, I wasn't used to being a stay at home mom. So I came into work and just kind of brought my customer service expertise that I had from banking. Yeah. And, um, That's interesting. So, um, side note is, um, Michael, is he a rugby fan? Um, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I think you would know. How long have you been married to him? (laughs) You would definitely know. You know. Definitely know. Just because New Zealand just uh, lost to England last week, so he would have said something about that. No, he didn't say. Okay, he's not a fan. Surprising. All right. Um, All right. So you told us you guys have been in business for thirty-one years, but. Um, have you been in the same place for 31 years? No. So we've been in this, the location we're in now is we've been there for about 16 years. Mm-hmm. And then we're just a couple blocks away. And we were there at that location hmm. for about the same amount of time. Okay. And where where are you located? We're located in Redmond, mm-hmm. right off of um, Redmond Way and East Lake Sammamish area. To be specific, folks, if you know where the Blazing Bagels is, it's right near there in Redmond. Right? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Or for our real estate friends next to sign pros. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Every realtor knows yeah, right where you are now. Yeah, that's where we Perfect. get all of our signs. Yep. 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 All right. So um, what are the hours of operation? So we're only open four days a week. So we only work Monday through Thursday. We um, made a decision many, 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 many years ago, probably about, oh, my goodness, maybe about 20 years ago, mm-hmm. that um, we needed to give ourselves and our employees a little bit of life work balance it's Mm a being a um, technician is very difficult very hard on the body so we decided to go four tens Hmm. and it works well for us nice so is an appointment needed oh yes definitely well good all right so um i've got a toyota camry hybrid do you work on those we do okay I also have a Toyota FJ Cruiser. Do you work on those? We do. <laughs> we run in the list. I also have a, uh, a Toyota uh, Corolla. Do you work on those? We do. All right. We love Toyotas. 89 Land Cruiser. We do. So can, <laughs> so do going. I. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you work on Fords? I mean, we probably do. often, but yeah. I'm just, sorry. I'm just, yeah. my four friends out there. Do. Good. I need some work. What cars do you not work on? Um, we don't work on Ferraris or Maseratis or um, Teslas. Hmm. Um, a lot of those, the older Jaguars, they're just hard to get parts for. Right. Mm-hmm. And we want to get the work in and get it out. Nobody wants to have their car hanging around the shop. So, Do you service fleet accounts? We do. Yeah, we service quite a um, lot of fleet accounts. We, um, A lot of our fleet accounts have the big Isuzu NPR trucks or yeah. your big Sprinter vans. Mm-hmm. Um, we have... You have to have a specialized lift for that, um, one that holds the heavier weight. We do a lot of landscaping yeah. vehicles. Hmm. So what do fleet um, managers need to know about Mike's Auto Repair? Um, I think that what they, the most important thing to know is that we we treat them just as if they're like a customer with a regular car. So there's no special pricing in regards to a lot of times your heavier vehicles have higher price tags Lots of attached wear and to them. Yeah. Well, they have higher price tags because oh. they're bigger vehicles and we don't do that. Um, the other thing we know that a um, 
fleet customer has to have. I mean, that's their their bread and butter. That's how they right. make their money. So we're very good at making sure that those um, vehicles come in and out and almost have a little bit of special priority. Okay. So um, in a general sense, uh, what kind of services do you provide? So we actually provide a lot. So we anything from as um, simple as an oil change, we do brakes, we do any kind of engine work, um, transmissions, um, rotating tires, um, clutches, all your different fluid services. Um, so the only thing that we actually sublet out of our shop would be um, um, wheel alignments. And we okay. actually kind of try to micromanage those. We'll send those up the street to Les Schwab. Hmm. And then we'll bring by, them yeah. back. And yeah, so that the customer doesn't even have to take them up there. We'll do it for them. Where do most of your customers come from? You know, most of our customers, believe it or not, come from all over the place. We we draw a huge crowd, obviously, from Redmond, Sammamish. Um, we've got Woodenville, Kirkland, Seattle. Um, we have a few that come down from Marysville. Um, so they just kind of come from all over the place. Mercer Island. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, my growing up down at, at where I grew up, there was a friend behind us that was our neighborhood mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we always took our cars there because we knew it was somebody we can trust. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Seattle, there was a, a, a problem with one of my cars. It, one, one car. I only had the one. And um, I remember taking it to a place and, and they said, well, we think it's this, right? And so I'd spend 350 bucks. And as a student, that was, that was a lot of money, right? And then, boom, problems still happening, right? And then later, I, you know, I had a friend who told me, they said, it, you know, um, turn on your turn on your heat. That'll help. It was overheating, right? He's like, turn on your heater. It'll help. So I was always driving around with my heater on in order to <laughs> prevent my car from overheating. <laughs> and and then somebody said to me, they said, well, you know, maybe your fan isn't coming on. Maybe the fuse is gone in your fan. It was a Jeep Cherokee, and um, and I was like, like a ninety seven cent like fan because I think the second thing they had me replace was, was the uh, thermostat, right, right? That turns right. on the water through. Mm-hmm. And so the second thing they had me, so a friend said, well, check the fuse. So I checked the fuse. It was the fuse and the fan. that was your fix. So so this mechanic was just bilking me. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you check the fuse first if if you're an expert, right, doing that? So I know I'm not the only person that has a story like that, right? I think that, um, and that's one thing that Mike always says, and he always reminds the technicians, you know, start with the basics. Right. Don't try to overshoot it or over... Um, diagnose it. Mm-hmm. Always start with the basics, and that's one of the first things we always check are your fuses, because um, that's a quick, simple fix, and it makes a very for a very happy customer when right. it's just a fuse. Oh yeah. yeah. So hmm. I think I had to go into debt to fix that car. It was a freaking <laughs> fuse, you know. Oh, do I, I know that one? Frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I remember uh, one of those aha moments when my oldest son, you know, he comes home and he says, "Dad," he says, "I really, I really get it." Said, he says, I am driving my car so, so carefully, like you always told me. Why? I can't afford for it to break. <laughs> it's yeah. like, with three boys, we had some people that were pretty hard on cars until they had to pay for them. Exactly. <laughs> We've had to um, deal right. with those stories where cars will come in and Mike will have to call the parents and say, well, we can tell here that your son or daughter has been driving this way. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. or information that we gather from, from the car. I mean, he's like, these rotors have gotten really hot. They're, yeah. they're yeah. doing something out there, or the clutch has been burnt up. It's not because. Jamming on the brakes. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I've got uh, two new dents on that Camry, and they weren't from me. Oh. <laughs> from the daughter. Oh, funny. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, uh, number. So how do our listeners get a hold of you? So they can get a hold of us two ways. They can um, actually call the office if they want to make an appointment or talk mm-hmm. to Mike. And that phone number is 425-869-2419. Or they can also go to our website, which is michaelsautorepair.com. And they can ask questions on the website. And I think one of the things that people really appreciate about Michael is he's so patient on the phone. Mm. He'll talk to you and and just talk through your issues with you, which is really nice. He spends a lot of time talking to clients. I think that four tens makes a whole lot of sense because a lot of people are, are, you know, needing to come later in the evening. Mm -hmm. Right. And do you guys ever have problems getting people in or is there a backlog to, to get a car in just Um, for like a regular service? We're pretty efficient. So, um, in the summertime we might be a week to two weeks out, but we're, you know, we usually run through about 50 cars in those four days Hmm. and we're actually pretty efficient in um, everything we do and, yeah, I don't That's great. That really. Yeah. Awesome. Wilma, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You are so welcome. Thank you. For those of you interested in uh, getting those necessary repairs done with Michael's Auto Repair, mention that you heard about them on Real Talk and received 10% off parts and labor on all services. Wow, you can't beat that. That's a nice we offer. We never give a discount, yeah. so no, you can't beat that. Ooh, <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Hey, it pays to be one of our listeners, yeah, right? That's right. Uh, let's see. Remember that this and other segments of our show are available to watch at our YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel at the East Side Real Estate Team. If you're interested in learning more uh, from these or future guests, join us after the break for some final thoughts and something fun to do this holiday. We'll be right back. Fall is a crucial time to have your vehicle inspected, starting with the four B's, batteries, brakes, belts, and blades. Cold weather only makes existing problems worse. A fall maintenance checkup may also include changing your oil, flushing your cooling system, cabin filters, and inspecting the heating and exhaust systems. Michaels can help get your vehicle ready for fall. Don't let ugly car problems ruin the beautiful season. Learn more at www.michaelsautorepair.com. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093. Or check out our website at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you stressed out just thinking about a new headshot? Well, Michael Nakamura Photography helps individuals and companies breeze past the pressure and anxiety with individual coaching and subconscious direction. No one leaves a session without their best headshot ever. Mike is a headshot specialist, creating hundreds of headshots a year for discerning customers. It's the home of the one chin headshot. Give Mike a call at 425-260-4033 or check out his booking page. Just type into any browser, mnp.as.me Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. Well, welcome back on this beautiful autumn day. 
uh, to eleven fifty. Real talk with Brian and Dan on eleven fifty KKNW. Um, this, I, this is the time of year I love. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's cool outside. The heat click, kicks on at night. The you leaves are so yourself. beautiful. Oh my gosh, we were driving uh, down East Lake Sammamish the other day, and the yep. the sun's just like streaming through the leaves. And man, it's I don't know. It's yep. Maybe maybe uh, uh, one of the best places in the world to enjoy this time of year. So, Brian, uh, what do you got for us? Final thoughts? Final thought. Thinking about a transaction I'm helping negotiate this week where I'm representing the buyer, and I've got a seller who's emotionally a little too invested Hmm. to let the place go. And my counsel to my buyer is always want to buy a home, never need to buy a home. Yeah. And so I think one of the key roles that, that Dan and I play is keeping helping our clients keep their objectivity. And in this case, I think there there could be an impression some people's like the broker just really pushes for the sale, push, push. Well, we never push. So in this instance, I'm really holding them back. I'm saying, you know, if you want to proceed, go for it. But my advice is relax, take your time, let the seller stew on it a little bit because the what they're holding out for isn't a realistic price for the home. The buyer is being very reasonable. The seller is a little too emotionally invested. So yeah. want to buy, don't have to buy. Yeah, and and I I definitely the other part of it is when you're in a transaction is don't get emotionally attached until <laughs> the keys are in your hand. Right. Yeah. You know, stuff can go sideways, and um, it is our job to kind of help walk you through, make sure everything's going through. Um, but um, huge disappointment can go through, especially all the things right. we've talked about, um, looking at houses before getting pre-approved. This is a big deal. Buying a home is a big it's a deal, big deal. Yep. and uh, you need somebody to help kind of give you some guidance and walk some through. objectivity. So great, great advice. So Dan, tell us what's happened. What's fun out there? Well, it looks like we've got a uh, holiday tomorrow. Yeah, we do. Um, the Halloween holiday. So we want to remind everybody: be careful. Um, get those glow sticks and just attach them to the little kids before they're you know run off. I remember one year, Hayden, my son, was a monkey. And it was like, there was monkeys everywhere. And then off he ran because he knew candy was at the next door. And it's like, where did that kid go? It's yeah. dark out. So um, just pay f- extra special attention. If you want to control them in a controlled space in Crossroads of Bellevue, they're doing Malloween. So it's from 4 to 6 o'clock. That's, uh, uh, there's going to be shopping, obviously. Uh, but a special photo op area in the shopping center. Planet Fly will be performing live music on the market stage. For hungry, hungry ghosts and goblins and their parents, and it's sponsored by the Eastside Heritage Center. You can find more information on this and other fun events at Bellevue.com/happenings. So one other thing is this is Seattle Restaurant Week. Ooh, yeah. So if you're looking for a really fun date, there's hundreds, well, probably not, dozens of restaurants that are just fabulous who serve a three-course dinner, thirty-five dollars. That's unbelievable. My wife and I are planning a little date night tonight. Where are you going? We're going to Luke. 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 L-U-K-E? L-U-C. L-U-C. Luke. It's oh, one of very... uh, the chef in the hat, Chef uh, Rotoro, one of his restaurants we've wanted to try for some time. Awesome. So anyway, that concludes our show for this week. I want to especially thank our guests, Mike and Wilma, for taking the time to speak with us. It was a great show. And uh, uh, thank you for listening. Before we go, I found this quote about home that I like to share. A house is made with walls and beams. A home is made with love and dreams. Author unknown. That's it for this week. Listen to us next week. And thanks for listening. Same place.